0: To be continued a fanboy podcast please follow us on twitter and facebook you can also catch us on the various platforms such as itunes TuneIn, stitcher and our newly minted youtube channel that's to be continued a fanboy don't forget to like and subscribe i'm getting to that please remember to like and subscribe and as always a five-star rating is appreciated To Be Continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that. But we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. High five! That was awesome. <laughs> uh, apparently we've been taken over in our a period of time that we've been off the air. But
1: this is a corporate takeover.
0: Corporate takeover. <laughs> a have,
2: corporate takeover. I have the majority of the shares.
0: <laughs> this is To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast covering your fanboy passions. You're not going to learn anything, but if you stick around,
1: I'm going
2: you to have might fun. have some fun.
1: That's- We
2: guarantee it.
0: (laughs) Uh, This is our first show back officially since we uh, ended up in a Will Smith film. Uh, As everyone knows, uh, currently we are in a quarantine here in the United States of America and in many other countries around the world. But that doesn't mean that uh,
2: we can't have some fun.
0: Well, we can't have some fun. That doesn't mean that uh, fanboyism goes totally. Completely into hibernation, and we'll get into why it kind of is in hibernation. I'm, as always, your host, Miguel Alejandro Velez, our other host. I'm Edwardine here, along with uh, my boy Clark.
1: And um, over there is Jonathan Vergara. That's me. And uh, hey, man, what happened to that fancy background that you've been No, no. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you don't need it. Don't bring it up again. Moving
2: on. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. <laughs>
0: so uh we are here to discuss just this is really just an update on our lives uh what's happening in the world and then we'll talk a little bit about uh you know how this affects the fanboy world uh this has all been very 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 shocking and uh you know we've been going back and forth uh with each other we've been maintaining contact Uh, John has been running pancake studios as best he good under these circumstances. You've still been doing some work, uh, remote, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's been challenging, but it's been fun. And it's actually a pretty good new workflow. Some of my clients actually like that they can see every little detail on my screen at their, at the luxury of their Ah. home and, uh, their own computers and, uh, yeah, so they're a little more intimate with the with the work, actually, because they see it better than they could when they were here uh, behind my shoulder.
0: Do so. you do you, do you think that this period might affect your line of work in some way in that, in, in, in the sense that maybe that might change? It might be, I mean, I'm not just saying more remote work, but it might be uh, something you just pointed out. Maybe you'll have to set up some kind of screen for... Clients or with other people when they come into recording studios to see that I, I I doubt that your experience there is unique. So you know you know that yeah. might be something yeah. that you know ends up changing after this is uh you know yeah. okay, we get back to semi normalcy. But I know you've been pretty busy, John. Like
1: you know um, it's been actually way more difficult to get a hold of you than we usually <laughs> right have a hard time getting a hold of you right. I didn't you know? know
2: it was possible to get a, for it to be harder to get in touch with me. I didn't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, our uh, married uh, unit here uh, in the uh, TBC world. Uh, our
2: nuclear family.
0: The nuclear family, the Ings. <laughs> Ed, uh, how have you been uh, uh, holding up? I, I know you've been uh, holding down the fort there. You've been cooking. and So we're you know, where,
1: where taking are we? Taking care uh, of your son who's home. We're going on week five, right? Um, uh, remote learning is in high gear. That's eating a lot of my time. Um, I'm also I and I've told Miguel this. I said um, I am going to receive my Michelin star for home cooking. <laughs> I really am. Um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, I I prepare for my for for, for my family, and that means um, stretching out what you have because you don't want to keep going out All right. to shop for groceries and we and i've been doing that um uh, maybe uh once every uh once every one and a half weeks you know and here um you, again this is by the way for people who don't realize i live in borough park i'm on the well i'm on the border on the dmz between oh, don't use that term, don't between
0: use between that term.
1: brooklyn <laughs> ta- brooklyn chinatown and where the where the Hasidic borough park is I'm six blocks away from uh, Maimonides Hospital, which has number the second most cases in all of New York. Okay, and we are at the epicenter of this global pandemic. Um, but again, like uh, yes, I do expect to get my Michelin star in a mail at some point. Um, my wife, who is an officer with, with a small business corporation, um, she's been trying to put out fires uh, w- with what she's doing. Um, and so, and it's really weird because being, being an at-home dad, uh, I don't go out as much. Um, so it kind of feels like while it's not a big change for me, um, it is, it is weird that like, you know, like my day, as soon as I get up, I am, I am on, I hit the floor running. What are you talking about? Um, the things in life and, and how things have affected us because of the coronavirus, right?
2: You know, It'll be um, that, interesting to get uh, Clark's point of view on, on all this, actually.
1: We will, you know, but, uh, but th- that said, uh, Miguel sent me a message the other day. It's like, hey, Kim Jin-un has brain damage. <laughs> 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 and I go, whoa, 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 everyone, whoa, whoa. And I called him at his work, and I said, I did the whole Dave Chappelle, a ja rule thing. It's like okay, everybody. Like you know, uh, uh, Ja Rule, um, um, has has a comment that he wanted to make on MTV. Everybody on nine eleven. Oh no! And first of all,
0: you're burying the you're burying the better bit. <laughs> what's that? You're burying the better bit. Okay, what's that? The better bit. The funnier thing that you said was, has anyone told the worm? Well, I was getting to that. Oh. <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> you because well, you buried it. Because you went with the 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 lamer joke than with the one that was well, the killer. You're open with your killer. You don't don't be like, in, like, oh, <laughs> we'll work up to it. No, that's that that's failure. That is failure on <laughs> comedy writing. And this is working up to it. You, Calm you, down, everyone. Calm down. <laughs> Has anyone told the word <laughs> <laughs> so uh before we got, I don't even know how we we went off into into that uh, section yeah as ed said i'm I am still working um this has been uh, uh an observation I'm gonna get to, but uh yeah, um since my job is considered still essential, you still have to have uh maintenance and security and whatnot for these buildings in. You know, all around apartments we um my position at a hotel, I probably would have been uh laid off. But luckily for me, um I'm in a position where uh I'm still needed. I'm still going in there at night, so I'm taking the trains to come in, as I told Ed. You're with when the you Teamsters, go, uh, right? Is that
2: uh no no Is we're not why we're, you haven't got laid off?
0: <laughs> no, 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 actually we're not a union building group, believe it or not. Um now uh as a, a I've been telling Ed, I, you know, I go in into the night on the subway. I have to take out the R, or the D, and at night, especially that section of Manhattan. I always say this: when we think about like uh, late 19, 1930s comic books, detective comic books, that kind of stuff, Batman, or when you think of uh, the original sort of run of Stan Lee on Spider Man. Uh, with artists like Steve Ditko and uh Buscema and uh uh god, how come? Um, post John Romita, post, post, John post. Romita what was that, yeah, that it's that kind of like lower Manhattan that's not quite midtown, it's not skyscrapers, it's tall buildings, but they're not that tall. A lot of water towers, shadowy, still cobblestones on the streets. And, you know, when I have to walk from either Prince Street or Broadway Lafayette, I've told Ed, I said, I kind of feel like as I'm walking around, and it's only a few blocks, that I'm going to see Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed around every corner. That's kind of, that is really, really the feel of it, uh, especially in the city at night. And, you know, it is what it is. Um, I don't want to piss and moan too much about it, because quite frankly, I'm one of how many other people that are doing that We're all going through the same thing. We're all you know, adjusting to how this is uh, going to affect us and our lives going forward. We're all gonna have to be more cognizant. We're all gonna have to really pay attention to good information and not bad information, which unfortunately uh, the way social media is, we are awash in a lot of bad information and, um, and that's causing some issues. We're not gonna tangent out into politics. The the, um, the Kim Kim Jong Un thing is a perfect
1: example. Again, we don't know what's really going on.
2: Wait, so is this real news or fake news? Well, John, you're so busy, you haven't heard. Right, I haven't heard. He's
1: uh, so okay. Um, You look it up on your own. We're not going to discuss it. But like, deep uh,
2: deep state take him out. No. Well, we again. He's. We really don't know
1: what. Yeah, Yeah, we don't. But um, but that leads me up to this other thing that I want to say is that, Miguel, you have um, your mother and your grandmother. They live out there in, in, in Pennsylvania. Don, mm-hmm. you have your grandmother and your uncle who live upstairs. My parents live 11 blocks away, and they're the ones that are true and nearest to, our, to, 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 to us. Um, and we want to keep them safe. And we want to be able to practice what um, uh, good practices, right? You know, um, we don't want to be able. Like, I know, I know, Miguel, you want so bad to to to, to go. And well, yeah, you know, work.
0: I'm I'm in the position, like a lot of people are, where I uh, personal story. I, I have a per, my personal feeling is, is I do think I caught this, perhaps late. Last year or early, I'm forgetting the exact time, but I know it was around after Christmas. And I had something that was very, very strange. Um, Constant nasal dripping. Uh, People told me I looked like death warmed over. My eye area was inflamed. It was very strange. It didn't even feel like other things I had gotten. Uh, But, you know, they say that this is a lot of, even if people who get it, you know, it isn't everyone who gets, you know, the worst symptoms. Sometimes a lot of people get mild ones. And I think I did get it mildly. Now, it is only blind luck that I didn't end up going uh, to visit my mother and my grandmother at any time during that period. I mean, basically, when you catch this, you're kind of radioactive for, you know, 14 to about 21 days that you could spread it. And especially if you have mild symptoms and it doesn't it it, no, it doesn't no. seem major.
2: there there are some people that have no symptoms
0: right and you just you're still capable of and you know my grandmother she's she's uh she's 87 my my mother's 70 and you know um that's what this you know this is all about this is uh we're trying to sort of uh end that chain of transmission for a lot of people and unfortunately we have a lot of people who aren't uh, you know, down for that. And uh, I think that, again, I'm not going to get political, but I think that the way that this has been handled, I think that we all need to really, really come to grips that this is going to suck for a long time, regardless of when these lockdowns are and recommendations for, you know, social, whenever they're lifted, regardless of that, the reality is, is this thing is now going to be embedded as a part of life, probably for the next few years. And it's going to affect things up and down the chain that you know stuff we haven't even considered yet and uh, as ed said best practices we're all gonna have to be more vigilant and we're all gonna have to be more aware and it sucks and you know i would say prepare for probably some rolling lockdowns across the country and like we won't go back to a nationwide thing but there probably will be hot spots and, and they'll be to, like, this city, the state has these restrictions placed on.
1: I have to say that it's important also to stay hopeful. Um, uh, already, we've seen a lot of uh, a lot of bravery. Um, uh, the best and worst are—we've uh, seen both, the best and worst of what humanity has to so offer. Mm-hmm. Listen, the the uh, the health workers—they are out there. They are risking their lives, and they're risking Shout out, them- shout out
0: to our boy, Rich Galato. Rich Plato, Um I have friend, friends, a friend of ours who uh, we nurses. trained martial arts with, who uh, is a nurse in Queens, who actually ended up getting infected. Um, you know, as I said, you know, continue, you know, the, the these these people on the front lines are it, it's it's hell for them. And it really is hell for them. I mean, anyone who looks at any of like the public accounts that are out there, Twitter feeds, any of these statements, these people are it's not a good experience. And, you know, I was telling Ed the other day, I was reading something about, I believe, a nurse from Kentucky. And she basically wrote this as a thing for the people back home where she was from. She says, you know, they're running out of, you know, they need healthcare workers in New York City. So she comes. She's helping out because she's the only person from the group that she was with that had, like, ICU experience. She ends up working in the ICUs. And she's, you know, her account is just horrible, talking about people in their 30s, people in their 40s that were there who died. You know, with no comor- comorbidities, nothing, you know, no pre-existing conditions and, you know, just, you know, the the lack of s- supplies and resources and the, the crush on manpowers and, you know, what this is doing to families. She says, you know, you know, like, and we're as bad as that was, she says, we're supposed supposedly on a downward trend. And she says, this is coming to your town. This is coming to small town America. This is not just a big city issue. It is going to go through. And we're talking about a lot of these places in America that some of them outside of the big cities do not have a great access to health care in those communities. Um, so, you know, this is, you know, um, a- absolutely we should be hopeful. There's gonna, you know, uh, we need more, uh, you know, but that hope has to come with, some benchmarks of things you know the the hope one is that we get more testing which is going to be a huge part for everyone's jobs and that's going to
2: get at home testing too yes yes Mm
0: -hmm. yeah john you are you hit it down the head 100 percent. this is going to have to be something that is as simple to
2: uh
0: get as it it has to be said like a pregnancy test you have to be able to go down to the local drugstore And be able to go here here's my test and you know there might even be some legal stuff that goes with it you might i mean there might be something you have to mail in as a certification or something who knows (laughs) it's gonna suck it's gonna be real inconveniencing i mean uh, there's no doubt about that but so we need testing for tracing and for for you know for you know individual quarantining to be able to go on with our day-to-day lives we hope for treatments you know, something that will make it less of a possibility that, you know, whether it's antivirals or whatever. And, you know, finally, hopefully some kind of vaccine or something.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, But right now it's a it's a it's a part of life and we just have to be you know cognizant of it. It's affecting us all. No one, you know, it's a it's a it's a burden for for us. It's a burden, especially for, you know, those who are living paycheck to paycheck. It's a burden right now on. You know, the poor people, it is, it is so far in cities like New York, hammering minority communities.
1: Um, places that are, that have a high n- number of homeless cases, uh, San Francisco is one, um, uh, there sit oh my God, places like in, in Chicago mm-hmm. where, where you have, where a lot of folk who just don't have a place to go, you know,
0: um, that's a very difficult. I, I was uh, going for hopeful. Ed, I was trying to end that, uh, end the segment well, on hopeful. That's you're it, like. It. I was gonna say, hey, hey man. All the <laughs> homeless people out there. On a lighter hey, note, wait, hold <laughs> now, You know, are you are you gonna sing <laughs> Phil Collins' uh, uh,
2: "Another Day in Paradise" for us here, man? Is that what's gonna happen? No, I thought you were gonna sing uh, "Something in the Air" tonight. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> we want to be. Uh, we want to be. We do.
0: We want to be hopeful that we can uh, get back to. Uh, normal now. What we are gonna transition here to is what the show is about, and just you know talk about how there is nothing to talk about uh, going forward. <laughs> now, now of course that's not going to be forever. At things have been pushed, but you know uh, as as uh, Ed and I had a whole plan for a James Bond two parter episode. Well, <laughs> we were gonna cover. We were gonna cover uh bond as a retrospective through the years all the various bonds and then we were going to cover um what, what what's the name i forget i always blank on what the name of this new one is uh die another day no time the- to die no Miguel. time to die okay
1: whatever
0: uh, to which ed has gone through his whole uh, he he went down at james bond wormhole for a bit watching all of the all of those movies uh, so you're still in your watch where, where are you at
1: Okay, so I, I, I'm going through 007 fatigue right now because uh, I went through what was available on Prime on Amazon Prime starting with Goldfinger which is the gold standard right um, pun intended and I'm just going down a rabbit hole from like the Sean Carney stuff to the Roger Moore stuff and when, there's, when it's more it's more um, well, and
0: then Roger Moore, wait, don't you mean George Hamilton?
1: <laughs> and then, uh, uh, I haven't even touched on the, um, the, the Timothy Dalton
0: stuff. And again, I, stuff I've seen when I was younger. Um, yeah, because you, you're not, you're yeah. not, you don't, you've never really considered yourself a big Bond fan. Right? No, no, no. So, so yeah, because it's like, it's not a, like like even a lot of these are because uh, that you've revisited many times over the years.
1: But that said, like, I've always loved the um, the, the Daniel Craig stuff. Um, and if it's, you know, real world, uh, verisimilitude. Uh, how do you bring Bond into a today's today's world? And I was looking forward right, to, right, right. to for that stuff. And then push it off. And that's know, kind before. of
0: we were waiting for that swan song with this film. And then, you know, the rug got pulled from under us. And uh, you know, uh, I, I that was the first big. That was the first big cancellation, right?
1: Yeah, that was the first big cancellation.
0: And that kind of set the tone later on. We were, you know, uh, Black Widow was supposed to have been out already, and unfortunately, you know, you know, we're dealing with that as well. So that's been pushed back. Which then, for a lot of fanboy things, there's a chain reaction because the Marvel's of was Batman
2: slow- uh, pushed back too. Right?
0: Yeah. Yes, exactly. You know, big, huge, big, 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 big things. Um, Marvel was like that that was kind of a there's kind of a domino effect because they like to pace out the way space out these films in a certain way where there are story elements that will be introduced in one thing and then come through fruition later on so if you can't do one thing it halts things further up the line that may not even be out yet or we're supposed to have, you know we're finished and we're supposed to be released after this but you can't release them Without having that bit of information from, say, Black Widow, you know, well, being out there for,
1: for and the public. So the stuff that you and I watch, like the, I think the biggest one is Wonder Woman. Um, that's is that still on? Uh, I think that just as they said, November. November. Um, I think for Disney, um, a, a Shang Chi, which I believe is still in production, that's being pushed.
0: Shang Chi, I'm pretty sure that Eternals is still gonna be pushed because of course you have that you have the issue with uh I, I believe they finished yeah, filming.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but, but I know, but, that- you know there's always there's always reshoots, there's always you know different things, and you can't really, you know, right now work is suspended. So like post-production work on it, you know, that's up in the air. That goes for, you know, as as John pointed out, you know, this, you know, DCEU Batman reboot. Um, where does this stand with the, with the, uh, um, we were, uh, you know, Dune, Dune was supposed to, you know, we'll get at least, you know, uh, Dune is one of those things I find interesting because it's like, we've been waiting so long for more information on that film. They did finally came out with some pictures just the other day, last week. Right. Um, it looks great, but they're going to not give us that trailer. I don't think No, no, uh, the trailer has not come out. Right. All and, right. and because of that, you know, for for good reason, because they're not going to hype every, something that they may not be able to show for a year and a half. Mm. You know, wh- whether whereas before it would have been you know, uh, you know closer.
1: I, I'm, look, I'm, I'm, eye, eye,
0: eye. I'm chuckling
1: because uh, aside from so Disney has a bunch of projects that they had to um, just push off Mulan being one. Mulan being a big one.
2: I was looking forward to Mulan live right. action. So- but you, 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 from your from your childhood, you're a big Mulan fan, John. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the New Mutants. <laughs> Which, <laughs> that's not even that's 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 not even a joke at this point. Yeah, Ed, no, it's no. Well, it is still a joke because Ed, 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 it, you remember that line from The Simpsons? Stop <laughs> it! He's already dead.
1: <laughs> I mean, when the from the from the moment that it was uh, an idea and a concept, and then it's like, okay. Uh, they're going to go horror, and this is before.
0: I have no problem Chris with that. Ed. This is before with that.
1: bought bought out Fox, right? And then it's like, okay, New Mutants
0: got another right, life. Yeah, You're it's just right. wrong place, wrong <laughs> time on that one. Beyond New Mutants, um, uh, you you've got like what what's going to happen with? Uh, uh, okay, as a big generality, there's gonna it's going to seem like Ed, you know. <laughs> we're only four months into 2020. But it feels like the pre-virus era was like a year and a half ago. It it it's you know, it it's drawn out, just as everything else is these days for a variety of reasons. Um and I wonder once things start gearing up again, if there will be any changes. Um for DC stuff, I just want to say it's going to seem like forever since something had come out. Because even though Birds of Prey was recently in it, you know, it 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 was a bit of a flop, which I, I don't think it was flop. a, I don't think it was a gigantic flop, but I think it was like, it's like, yeah, it it didn't, it didn't do great. Um, I, I don't think that that's in the mind. As a matter of fact, I think it kind of came and went. And so I think in a lot of people's minds, I think the last DC movie was Aquaman, which feels a big or Shazam big or was it Shazam? Shazam 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 which also by the way made its money but wasn't a gigantic like this like billion dollar hit
1: even though and it shows you how uh how these movies are sort of having that effect on us Shazam feels like five forever years ago, ago. <laughs> it feels
0: forever ago this is what um, I'm saying
1: what was it a year? a year ago was um uh I think Endgame <laughs> You watch it and that's funny. Uh, I forget what's there's something that came out a year ago, and it's like, wow, that was just a year ago.
0: These things felt like, you know, like think about, uh, think about uh, Star Wars projects.
2: Oh, oh, what would? No, sorry, uh, you you talked about Shazam, and I pulled up the numbers. It didn't do good at all. The budget was hundred million dollars, and it made uh, 53 on the opening and worldwide gross is 365 million
0: yeah yeah it, it only it, <clears throat> it, it did good in the sense that it covered its budget well yeah but like it wasn't some kind of like it wasn't a hit a, a runaway yeah. hit
2: yeah.
0: um and uh again about what i was saying about star wars um you know when is the next star wars project thing going to be out well clone wars is currently available you can still watch uh mandalorian season one but a season two of Mandalorian has to, has been halted. When does that finish up? And that's an expensive and yeah. very post-production heavy kind of show. Uh, I'm wondering how, it. The, the, I really am wondering how this is going to affect all of these these. Sort of, Ed, do you, do you think that this will mean, uh, you know, let's let, again, you were all about hope. Uh, is this possible that this lights a fire under certain franchise asses? Well, let, let's let, it, let, let's does, a- uh, Your 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 continual lament is that you know oh, Warner Brothers is not you know doing. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, So does this does this once once we yeah. are able to get back to work, will they be like GL green light that flash green light that let's get these things moving? Miguel, the the most simplest
1: way I can I can really um Here we go is <laughs> that now for those of you who are not talk show nuts, Miguel and I are. And Conan and Conan O'Brien and Stephen Colbert, <laughs> given that they are friends and they're buddies, they decided to do a cross promotional promotion of their mm-hmm. episodes. And, um, and one of the things that they sort of discussed was, Hey, Steven, do you think this is going to change? And I'm paraphrasing here. Do you think this is going to change how, how, how what, we do business or how, how we do business? And Steven's like, there's no doubt in my mind that some executive is looking at this and saying, Hey, we, why do I need, why does Steven need okay. the computer? This is definitely going
0: to change the outlook. of. Right. Yeah. But in terms yeah, of how yeah, does, yeah. Hey, right, right. Well, how, but yeah, how does that affect, do you think the question I asked you, which was, will this light a fire under some of these franchises, will there be things that maybe weren't getting greenlit and, you know, just beyond Let's forget about even just you know narrowing it down to superhero stuff, like, with and especially Warner Brothers. Just, there will be this sort of, like, we need to put some, we need to put things out. We need to well, get content. We need to get people back into theaters because even if this is part of some sort of, like, long-term changeover from theaters to home, say, in the, so, it, it, you know, co- theaters are not going to collapse in two years. They're going to try and save them. Right. Um, I think
1: with the Birds of Prey, uh, I read somewhere that the um, um, and when was it? Re- I forget when it was released, but they even considered, "Hey, you know what? Let's let's release this for home for home audiences, you know, because uh, we need to we need to make up the difference." And as far as a, a box office and ticket sales, are you um, talking
0: about Birds of Prey?
1: For Birds of Prey, um, and yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that uh, because. Listen, you know they are winners and losers in 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 this pandemic. Pandemic streaming services are up, right? Um, and that's what everyone's doing at home. You know, where we're, we gotta we gotta get our entertainment somehow. And um, internet, everyone's on the internet because without internet in this crisis, I think we'd all be killing each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh Let's see here, certain delivery services. I mean, again, there are, there's an array of services, industries that are just reinvigorated.
2: Zoom, there. Zoom, for example, the platform we're using, that, that thing blew up overnight because of the, yeah. the pandemic. We are yeah.
0: in right now. John, and then, are you suggesting that it's the Zoom people that are behind the coronavirus? I believe that's what you're saying. And, John, I think that's a disgusting slur. I think you should take it back.
2: We need cool. to raise profits at all costs.
0: what well, comes that's <laughs> along,
2: along with other
0: things. That's Wait, hold on. So, John, in other words, you're saying there was like a darkened room and, you know, the CEO of Zoom makes that like that's what we got to do. And you're saying that there there should at least be like one. Like Jeff Goldblum there going like, you know, uh, you, uh, you thought so long about uh, whether or not you could do something. Uh, you didn't think about whether or not you should. <laughs> now you're patenting it and you're selling it. You're selling it. <laughs> Which you call uh, capitalism. I call the rape of the natural world. Well, like what we're doing here. Like oh, bravo.
1: This whole story. <laughs> It's all video conference and uh, video streaming services, um, which has sort of kind of exploded. And then counter it, counter arguments to it is like, oh my God, Zoom has a security issue. Let's
0: go on Facebook Live. Oh no, let's go on. Um, let's see what Fa- uh, FaceTime has to offer. Well, well, Ed, you Ed, your your story the other day, of course, was of uh, we, we got into a discussion, but we, we we're we're not going to get into the the the, the 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 full ins and outs of it. But of course. Uh, uh, you're talking about like religion and funeral arrangements and things like that, where suddenly people have to, you know, and, you know, this goes to a further question. Like I said, this is affecting real life. I wonder how this affects how storytelling in films and TV is going to be will, will the big franchises choose to give people a happy space away from this all? Or will they be like, we have to engage with this reality that's in the world. Will we see people with the... Okay, and to dovetail this right into superhero stuff, will we see people in more films, more mainstream stuff, having to wear masks and see that the virus awareness is part of their everyday lives, and more importantly, if wow. now that every day if now that everyone in the world is wearing masks, will that mean that Marvel heroes and DC heroes will finally actually wear their iconic masks all throughout a movie? Because hey, if everyone else is wearing masks, like Wesley said in as the Dread Pirate Roberts in The Princess Bride, you know, they're incredibly comfortable. I think everyone will be wearing them in the future. Um, so,
1: going to game go. One thing that I that uh, that I brought up to Miguel is that so for if you're not a Psych fan, <laughs> okay, uh, Psych the TV show, um, Miguel and I we sort of kind of brainstormed uh, an episode where because it's Psych like two the, the second movie going to be coming out soon, where Sean and Gus solve their mysteries over this. It's like you know
0: no oh Sean- yeah no 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 someone needs to write that. And psych would be the perfect ability. It would be, they're all doing on a Zoom call and they can't, but it's like, well, you know, because of this, we can't, you know, be out there, blah, blah, blah. Somehow they all, like, you can make it they all got infected or whatever, right? And so some of them are sick, some of them are sniffling, whatever. And, like, somehow Sean figures out the crime, but what we and Ed were all on about, we were like, yeah, he figures out the crime, but somehow he turns Gus into his leg man Say
1: no, no, Sean. You understand? Like, uh, oh, you know, Gus. Just show me the 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 um, uh, the, the, the murder. Take your
0: stuff. iPhone and get, get. I need I need a I need a close up <laughs> on that thing. Sean, Sean, I'm I'm very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Sean, I ran out of Lysol three days ago. <laughs> um, but I do wonder: is is will there? Will you know? How is that going to be integrated in any in, anyway? John, what what do what do you think? Do you think that that cuz remember after 911 john you know there was that sort of like retroactive we want to get rid of you know all imagery of the twin towers and stuff do you do you think that that's uh something we'll see here with the with the virus or do you think that they'll go like no this is a reality and we have to deal with it
2: um i think they should uh remove that imagery because there's a there's a lot of people that that suffered from this and it Now everyone knows someone, you know, it used to be, oh, you know, that's over there. Or uh, I I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy, but now it's like, everyone's one person removed from this. And I feel like it it would just be very upsetting and a little too soon to kind of have that in portrayed in art and comedy and action. I I think so.
0: Okay. Uh, See that I find that interesting because like when you look back at, our entertainment, I think that this is a question to be asked because, you know, uh, during the Great Depression, one of the greatest, you know, moneymakers for movies was a lot of stuff that was this, the 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 reason musicals blew up was because people wanted that escape. They wanted to be away from the realities of, you know, bread exactly. lines and, and drudgery. And so and so therefore there were these movies about rich people dancing. <laughs> i mean fred that's fred astaire that's kind of what he made his you know his bones on um at the same time during that period you also had stuff like grapes of wrath being made. you know uh some of the some of the great stories that were dealing with the poverty at the time that came out during that period as well and you know grapes of wrath is a, was a hit it was a hit as a book and then it became a hit as a film And so, I mean, there's two sides to that argument. I mean, definitely people are going to want to get away. At the same time, it's going to be very odd, in my opinion, to see a movie where they're not, if it has no reflection of reality. But that said, I think, um,
1: listen, once, let's say that vaccine comes out tomorrow. That uptick is going to be like, shh. We're out. Everyone's. It's going to oh, be. Oh yeah. Well, well. Ed, yeah. Ed. And outside. You know. That's what's going to happen.
0: And 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 this has stolen so many um, so many holidays. Yeah. That people are going to want to combine them. You know, in the future there'll be like a <laughs> Corona Day. <laughs> corona will take it, to, and then the Corona, the beer company, will take advantage of that. And and well, try you 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 laugh. My mom, when I was a kid, she used to always say, you know, I oh things were so much more sacred when I was a child. And, you know, I look around, it's like, you know, and this wasn't that long ago. We're talking, you know, the, 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 the 40s, 50s, and sixties. mom would say, you know, you, you'd go around and something like a Lincoln's day, Lincoln uh, President's day, George Washington's birthday, Lincoln's birthday, you know, those were, sort of, they were commemorative and they were solemn. And now they're just all sales, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are sales, like, pres- think about this. President Lincoln was shot. He's an assassinated president. And his imagery is used in things like car commercials or electronic sales commercials or you know, uh, so on and so forth. And it's like, no, no, isn't that like a terrible tragedy from our country's history? And you so like if they did that, dude, they're gonna
2: Tragedy gonna cor- plus It's
0: gonna be Corona Day. I'm just tragedy saying
2: plus time is comedy.
0: Yeah, there you go. I know that um You have
1: very limited uh, knowledge on Star Trek, Um, but uh, on DS9, Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine, there was something called the Bell Riots.
0: Oh, God, Ed.
1: (laughs) Where the Bell Riots are pretty much, um, they occur in in a not, it's somewhere in 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 a very near future. From where we a vague,
0: are. vague Something vague from the 21st century-ish. <laughs> I I yeah. No, I can already tell he's looking up, but yeah, that was the whole, John, the whole thing, idea of, of Trek is, our history is very, very different from the history because of course Trek originates from the 60s and everything that they said then is canon and therefore, like they talk about Khan being a eugenics war in the 90s, but then there's supposed to be uh, nuclear war as well. Oh, no, Ed, what do you got for me? Okay, so, Jonathan, just just for you, the Bell Riots were a pivotal
1: series of events on Earth that took place September 2024. Wow! <laughs> so, it is San Francisco Sanctuary District A, and they were named after the protest leader, Gabriel Bell. And it is um, a very violent civil, civil disturbances in American history, where the riots and subsequent crackdowns resulted in deaths at a hundred of sanctuary district residents. I'm not going to go through the rest, but basically, Jonathan, the the it was it was basically the masses versus the one percenters, right? And yeah, uh, yeah,
0: this was this was an episode of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine that was very much showing the left of center politics of Star Trek uh, on its shoulder, you know, on its sleeve. Really, we're wearing it on its sleeve. And it is. It's basically, hey, don't and you know it's funny because it, this was post-the Gingrich Revolution in the 90s. It was basically Star Trek writers, hey, don't cut the social safety net. And that's really, really, really important. <laughs> um, we're not gonna get into the 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 the, the wherefores of the episode, but Don yeah. was fated to be Gabriel Bell. <laughs> <laughs> uh but <Yes>. you know um <laughs> uh, uh, I wonder, and yeah, and one of the thing, big things about that episode was, of course, the the re, like you said, the reinstitution of like uh, unemployment insurance. It was like a, you know, looking back, it's like Star Trek space action. But uh, first, let's we really want to talk about uh, uh, unemployment insurance and how one can. <laughs> That's basically what the whole episode that it was a two parter. It was a two parter about unemployment insurance. Ed, yes. <laughs> How how times have changed. How times have
1: changed, and uh, well, listen, you know, like I I feel that you know, while you did start off by saying that, hey, we have a show about nothing, I disagree, Miguel. We have a show that we we can talk a lot about nothing, and nothing being Star Star
0: Trek Futures, <laughs> Eugenic Wars. Um. Uh. uh hey, and Ed. When are we going to have that special on the? on that episode of Star Trek that was the backdoor pilot of Simon Hurt. I think we could get about at least at least three or four episodes out of that. <laughs> I, would, I would watch that show. As a matter of fact, here's the truth. The truth is, I've always loved that episode. This is just a little side. I've always loved that episode. I love the concept. I love Terry Gar, uh, who was the uh, the young ditzy girl in the episode who was supposed to be like sort of the sidekick because it was a backdoor pilot for what I think Kind of amounts to Gene Roddenberry's take on Doctor Who. It, he, Ed, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that no, episode Gary right. Seven isn't basically Doctor
1: Who. You are absolutely right. Unfortunately, it just didn't pan out that way because you know it's like ah,
0: that you say that, but I would, <laughs> I would have to know that uh, Gary Seven got his own series of books. Oh, really? Did he? And and Ed. They tie it all in. It's a, it's a, it's, it's crazy. This is, I went down a Rabbit once. A, they continue from where they left off with, mm. in, in that Trek episode. Yeah. Uh, and then they include Gary Seven's first enemy
1: and his enemy, guess who? There
0: she, is. really? Yeah, she. Is. Okay. And they basically say Gary Seven during his period, during the eugenics wars, was one of Khan's, the biggest thorn in Khan's side. Right. And that they were equally, and they were mirrored because Gary Seven's whole thing was, he was genetically engineered by aliens. Khan is a, was a genetically engineered human being as well from human scientists, and it was a whole thing that went on there. there. and Ed, and Ed, by the way, the guy who wrote those novels, apparently, uh, tied it all into a whole bunch of other like paramount owned franchises oh oh this gets good this gets good you see do you remember beauty and the beast with ron perlman and linda hamilton from the 80s right and i don't know how much you remember on the show on that show you had ron perlman playing uh the beast uh and then uh you of course had uh um a character he called father who was supposed to be like, well, uh, the beast character Vincent was a genetically engineered uh, creation. Well, guess what, Ed? He ties in that series with the other show, The Pretender, which was also about a dude who was genetically engineered. And he makes and a, a, like a, and he like ties into this whole tab so, like this is the story of how Khan came to power, how he was defeated. It included, you know, all of this, all of these other stuff, that's how it built up to it. Crazy. It's crazy. Well, that's a little tangent on that. And again, at, I would watch well, that. It, at the end of it,
1: we find out everything exists in the head of an autistic boy from Saint elsewhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know. It's
1: like right now we're in the, we're in the some weird matrix right now. Um,
0: yeah. Well, Ed, who, whoever's paying the reality writers, they need to, I don't know. Reality, reality writers. Might. Hold on. Let me write that down. <laughs> Yeah, John. To tell me. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, you know. To keep with the, the the theme of the show, it it's like anything you've written for the last 20 years keeps seeming more and more absurd because every twist and turn of history seems to be we go like that couldn't happen, and then nope, it happens. And here we are now with maybe the the lowest point. And you know, like at this point in time, if the aliens show up. I mean, will any, of us blow, will any of us blink an eye? Will any of us blink an eye if it's just like, and oh, by the way, fleet of alien spaceships have shown up?
1: Well, we did have yes. Easter. Easter was two weeks ago, you know, and, uh, and I maybe from a certain perspective, Miguel, and uh, I did mention your name, Miguel, that, um, you know, Guy, uh, guy comes here. And uh, some people didn't like what he said. And uh, they decided to kill him. And he wakes up three days later and says, I've got to go back to
0: my planet now. I would just remind anyone who's listening that Ed is, that Ed is the born-again Christian of the group. <laughs> Though Jonathan, I, I suppose, also is. But, but Ed is always... Uh, and yet, that's the joke he goes to. That's in his bag of tricks. <laughs> That's his reference <laughs> point. Koshi is <laughs> from another planet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, we all have a you know what we are all hoping right now is that we can get back to some kind of normalcy. We want to get back to some kind of normalcy. We are going back and forth with each other of how we can continue doing this um under these circumstances we're you know we're using the zoom format um and you know if nothing new is coming out there are some still smaller projects Go, so netflix hulu we have a picard uh uh follow-up show we are going to get to that review uh we'll probably during the next couple of uh weeks or months we'll probably finally get around to doing that farscape episode <laughs> and uh among okay. other things <laughs> I wanted like, Hey, uh, we're going to do that first. Game.
1: So uh, I know that I've been very eager to, we're not
0: going to get into it. Ed. We're not going to get into it, but we will reveal that Dargo is Jewish. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, well um, I, I'm very eager. We're going to uh, be doing uh, probably more retrospective, more looking at the past stuff. Well, um, uh, no, you know, we're not going to get around to Mandalorian season two or, or other things that have been pushed back, but we will be continuing to do this. Uh, and I know
1: that um, some of our some of our friends, um like Jeremy and Anna, they've been very eager. Well Anna has been very eager to to wanna participate. Um, and she's dealing things from France, right? Right. The boonies out in France. And Jeremy, um, uh I know that he's he's been I'm pretty sure that he's been busy also. So um in a very foreseeable future we'll have them
0: on and, and have yeah, them- yeah, we're gonna we we wanna continue uh Uh, As we all will be easing back into normalcy uh, and um, uh, this is too big a part of our lives for us to let go. And we're happy for anyone who enjoys spending time with us and uh, listening to our, you know, uh, us with the mouth diarrhea about the fanboy stuff. And we thank you and we hope that you out there are uh, staying safe and sane and uh, taking all the right precautions and looking out for each other and helping each other where is necessary. And uh, we will be back. And uh, we thank you for your time. Please stay safe. And until next time, be to be continue, continue, Play yeah. me my theme song. <laughs> right, wait, wait, wait! Exactly, video free.
1: Hey guys, thanks for listening to To Be Continued, a Fanboy Podcast. Our website is www.tobecontinuedafanboypodcast. a Fanboy Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.